We're going to kind of pick up where we left off last week. And so I'm going to go back over the, the subject. And the subject is things to continue in. Things to continue in is the subject. Getting saved is one thing. Going on to perfection is another. Amen. And God ain't going to do that for us. We got to do that ourselves. Amen. That's why Paul said, I press. So therefore, everybody is got to have a press to go on to see what the end's going to be. You got to press towards the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. You, Y-O-U, got the press. Not God got the press. You got the press. You got to put forth the effort. Come on now. We got to fall out with ourselves. And I think that's our biggest problem right there. We don't want to fall out with self. Amen. If you would, I'm going to start in Romans chapter 2. And uh, oh my Lord. Romans chapter 2 is going to be one of those chapters that's going to kind of take me a while to get out of. But I'm going to start down at the 7th verse. But I was going to start at the 7th verse, but I think I'm back up to the 6th and then read down to, no, 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 my mistake, my mistake, Romans 12, not 2, Romans 12. That's the one that's going to be the chapter we would be in. And if you notice, I'm going to back up and start in a section of this chapter that's going to deal with two different things in your life. It's going to deal with what God started with you. And then we're going to go down in what we have to do to continue that. That makes sense? So at verse 6, let's read verse 6 to verse 8 right quick. Having these gifts different according to the grace that is given to us, whether well, prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Our ministry, let us wait on our ministering. He that teacheth on teaching... Or he that exhort on exhortation, he that give it, let him do it with simplicity. He that rule it with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Now those are the things that God placed in us as beginning saints. Huh? Now, we have a part that we have to continue on. To be 
that saint. So now let's read 9 through 18 and then we'll go back and we'll discuss it. Let love be without dissimulation. Ahard that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affected one toward with brotherly love, in honoring preferring one another. Not slow for in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of saints, giving to hospitality, Bless them which persecute you. Bless it and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice. And weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not the high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own country. Providing things honest in the sight of Live peaceable with all men. Amen. It's a lot, wasn't it? Huh? That means we got a lot of work to do. Huh? Amen. Romans chapter 12 tells you you can't sit on this. You got to work this. Amen. When you look at this pass of scripture don't let love be merely an outward showing the word gives us things to continue into solidifying our walk with God let love be sincere number one I think it's a list of about 17 things just listed in those few passages of scripture. He said, hate what is evil. Love, that means we got to learn to hate what God hates. In order to learn how to love what God loves. If we don't hate what God hates, guess what? We done already fell out of fellowship with him. Come on, somebody. Then it says, hold fast, hold dearly to that which is good. Oh, we got to get a grip on We got to get a grip on what God loves. We got to get a grip on what is goodness. We got to get a grip on what is righteousness. We got to grip hold to it like it's for our dear life. We got to get a hold on it. Then it says, number four is, love one another as family members. Oh, we got a problem with that one. Love one another as family members, which is one of our biggest downfalls in our walk, having a genuine concern for one another. Ouch. Come on, somebody. A genuine concern for one another is also wondering or checking to see, are you doing okay? If I see something that's not normal with Antina, 
with a genuine concern, not a not a busybody, but with a genuine concern. And Tina, something bothering you? Something wrong? You know, is something I can do? You know, you need to talk. You know, sometimes just a little talk will do. Sometimes just a little talk will lift the person up. You know. But you know, you got to have that kind of concern that you're concerned about her. Come on now. As if though you were concerned about your own family. Don't now one of your children come home with their head hung down and you don't ask them what's wrong. Am I right about it? Your kid come home and he ain't the same old person that he normally be. The first thing your concern is, baby, what's the problem? Amen. So then they got to know that their parents have a genuine concern about their well-being. And we're supposed to have a genuine concern about each other's well-being. Those are some of the things we got to continue in. Amen. Number five, not slowful in business. Have you lost your zeal for God? Have you lost your zeal for the house of God? Amen. When I looked at that one, it said, don't be lazy when hard work is needed. But serve the Lord with spiritual fervor. Wow. Wow. We're supposed to have a zeal to want to do what would be pleasing to God when it comes down to spiritual work, work at the house of God, building up the kingdom. Huh? We're supposed to be ready to jump in. Amen. But guess what? If every time something is time to do something and you start bagging up, come on now. The, 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 the Spirit of God is not going to go tell the pastor to deal with you at all because God already see you bagging up. He already see you don't want to do it. He already see that you ain't got that zeal. He already see that you don't want to do nothing. Amen. God's business is saving souls. So are we being active in what's really God's business? Are we being active in making sure that everything at the house of God is intact and ready for service? Or do we come in ready for service? Because, see, that's God's business, too. God's business is you come in ready for service. Because guess what? If anything go down, if anything happening, he's going to do it through you. But you, if you ain't ready for his business, why would he deal with you? Come on, somebody. You ain't ready for God's business, and God ready to pour out some anointing. You think he's going to pour it out on you? If you already in a if you already in a lazy mode, you already in a I don't want to be here mode, why would God pour his anointing on you? Amen. 
You got to be fervent in spirit. Are you on fire for serving God? Or just going through the motions? Amen. You can't, uh, you can't put on a show and get God's attention. You got to be the show. Did y'all hear that one? You can't put on the show to be God, to, to, to get God's attention. You got to be the show. Because guess what? God going to know what's real, and then it's going to have to be God to make the decision that it's showtime in you. He's going to be looking for you to be genuine. Amen. Number seven said, rejoicing in hope. Being glad about what God is doing in you now and in your future hope in Christ Jesus. Huh? That's called faith. So guess what? That means that we got to continue to walk by faith. And we got to show God that we're walking according to that faith. Amen. Because guess what? It's going to take faith for God to show himself to the point that you're going to say, wow. Come on now. You're going to have to show God the faith that God will come and do a unnatural thing and bring forth a spiritual thing that will blow your mind. Because those things that you can do natural, why would God need to do it? God come and do those things that you can't do. So that when he do it, he blow your mind. Huh? And when you leave there, you leave there with the knowledge that God is a living God. He's just not a written text, but he's a God that's alive. Because he showed himself to me mightily that I know that he is alive. Amen. So you can't sell me. The, shouldn't nobody be able to sell you the fact that this is somebody else's book. You know who they say that this is a white man's book. Huh? White man, green man, black man, orange man can't make this word come alive. Only body can make it come alive is God. Amen. And if God that made it come alive in your life, you ought to have no doubt who God really is. Come on, somebody. Then he said, be patient in waiting on God in your trouble. Oh, Lord, have mercy. We all get out of sort on that end. We all get out of sort of having patience to waiting on God to fix the issue, fix the problem. Come on now. And a lot of times we go all trying to fix it. And we don't do nothing but do more damage than we do fixing. And then what you do actually, you show God that you didn't have the patience to wait on him. <coughs> you show God that you felt that he couldn't fix it in time. Not that he couldn't fix it, but that he couldn't fix it in time. And if it, if it has anything to do with time... God can make time stand still. Not only can he make it stand still, he can back it up. <laughs> that ought to give us a boast of confidence 
in the God that we truly really believe in. Wow. Then he said that call on him in the time of trouble. Then he told you to come to the throne of grace that you may obtain help in the time of trouble. Ah, oh, but we got a problem. We got a problem now because we all just said ouch. Because when it's time for us that we need to come to the throne of grace, this place just stay empty. Didn't get so much dust on it, so there ain't nobody coming to it. Huh? And he's already told us how to get that help. Huh? But we won't come to the throne of grace because I don't know what Aunt Tina's going to be thinking if I go up there. I don't know. I don't know what's going to be on Alma's mind if I go up there. The heck would be on their mind. You're trying to reach God. They need to reach Him by themselves. So guess what? You don't need to be wasting no time waiting on what somebody going to think. So called, guess what? Don't nobody's opinion matter but the thoughts of God. Amen. Amen. Because guess what? Ain't none of us walking above the clouds. Huh? We all need some work on us, Lamont. If it ain't no more than our temple. Huh? Come on. If it ain't no more than our mouth. Somebody talk to me. And while you wait, catch this one. While you wait, can you continue steadfast in your walk? Can you continue steadfast in your prayers? Now, I know we get to a point sometimes we don't feel like praying, but guess what? That's where your press got to come in there. Oh, yeah. You got to press your way to pray. Yeah. You got to press your way to call on God. To guess what? To something change. Yeah. And then when something change in the midst of your prayer, you can know then that I done got in touch. Yeah. Huh? I done got in touch with him now. I can really, you know, call on him. I can call on him until some changes take place. Yeah. Hmm. Never stop. Under no circumstance, we got to keep on praying. Wait a minute, wait a minute. If we do wrong and then stop praying because we do wrong, how would you get it corrected? You can't. The enemy will try to keep you, keep telling you, ain't no point in you praying. between you and God and if he can break the communication he can break you from getting help. Huh? If the mailman 
don't deliver your bills, you won't get them paid and you'll get a delinquent notice. Huh? So guess what? Don't let the devil stop your mailman from getting to God. Continue. Remember what the subject was, was to content things to continue in. Amen. Continue in taking care of God's needy people. Not God's greedy people. Huh? It's a difference between the needy and the greedy. Those that are actually in a need that belongs to God. You got to take care of the household of faith first. Amen. But you know what? You can't do that if the number one is not in your heart. There's no way you can drop down to number 10 because you got to first have a sincere love for the people of God. And if you don't have a sincere love for the people of God, you have this stigma in your mind. Well, that's their problem. Well, what is going to happen when it comes down to be your problem? If your mind still going to say the same thing, that's my problem. You're going to be looking for somebody to come on board. Because you're going to be looking for some help. And guess what? Most of your help don't drop down out the sky. Your help comes from God dealing with other folks to come to your rescue. Did y'all hear that one? See, it, everything don't just fall out of the sky. Amen. Am I, am I in the right house? Can we continue to roll out the welcome carpet to strangers in the house of God? For you was once a stranger in the house of God. Huh? You was once didn't know God. You was once didn't have an idea who God really was. You was one that had no idea how to serve God. So then guess what? If God called for somebody to come into the house of God, you got to know how to extend the hand of love to him. Huh? Because then, see, you have to go all the way back. That God so loved the world that he gave, not you. That, that God so loved the world what brought got you where you are. Oh, somebody. Because if God didn't love you, you wouldn't be here. Uh-oh. Come on, somebody. If God didn't love you, you wouldn't even come up under the sound of his word. You'd be doing what you want to do. If God didn't show you some love and some compassion. Wow. Because when God showed us some compassion, boy, we were messed up from the flow up. Huh? And if we had a continued on the course that we were going on, when God showed us some compassion, if we had a continued on that course, we'd bust hell wide open. Amen. By now, they'd have been uh, walking slow and singing loud. Amen. Because we was into some situations that really actually could have cost us our life. 
But because of the grace and the mercies of God, we wasn't consumed. God had a purpose for you. God had a reason for you. Come on, somebody. Now, guess what? We ought to be running down the eyes of God. What's your purpose? What's your purpose? I already know that your reason, your, your reason was because you love me. Now, God, show me my purpose for you loving me. Show me my purpose for what you got me to do. You got a purpose for my life. Don't nobody come into the kingdom without a purpose. Amen. Can you find it in your heart? Number 12. Can you find it in your heart to ask God to bless your enemy? salvation, you did it against God, showing God, I don't love you. You did it, everything you did, you was a number one enemy of God. Because guess what? He said, there was none right, no, not one. So guess what? That made us an enemy. Am I right? And you know what I found out? If we can get past how we feel, we can be blessed. Oh, you didn't get that one. Because see, guess what? We can be, we, we can go around hollering, I'm blessed and highly favored to get down to somebody I don't like. Then the script changes.
I had good peace till Martez came in the door. Then I lost my peace. Sound like I didn't have no peace. Sound like I was hiding behind the word peace. Martez, I give him a cold handshake. Know that he got to get in the kingdom just like I got to get in the kingdom. My firm handshake got to give him a reason to how you done that. Come on, y'all. Sometimes it ain't what you say, it's what you do. Make sense? doing more than hiding. They haven't forgiven. Forgiveness is the key to your peace. Because if you don't forgive every time you see that person, bitterness is going to come up in you. Every time you see them, a root of building is going to pop up. And you ain't going to even know how to greet them. And when you do greet them, you're going to greet them with a false face. Because your heart really was in it. Because you never did get over it. Now, I know that even in workplaces and, 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 and in the street, we have altercations. your question it's known as forgiveness for 
at one time God forgave you when you were the enemy to salvation. Now is your time to pass it on to somebody else. Hmm? They call it the love of God. Number 13, can you be happy, uh-oh, can you be happy for others when they are happy without a jealous or envy spirit? Hmm. Make no difference how small it may be that caused them to be happy. You ought to be able to rejoice with them. Huh? Rob running all around the church because he got a damn raise on his hourly wages, but you think because it's a damn what, what did he run around with? Huh? Come on, somebody. Wasn't all that. Huh? It was the rock. Huh? So you should have been able to rejoice with Rob because it was all the rock. So you got to learn how to, look, the people of God got to learn how to rejoice with one another when they're happy, come on somebody, and hurt with one another when they're sad. This is what called the family of God. Wow. Hurt in the heart when someone else is hurting. Can you be friendly with everyone? A man that would have friends must show himself friendly. But you got certain ones you can be friendly with. Come on now. I can't be friends with Sister Turner. Jesus' name 
That's speaking in tongues. It get past that. Now we got to go on. Did that make sense? Jesus was a friend to you when you were an enemy in your mind and did not know him. Everywhere Jesus went, he didn't see nobody that he wasn't a friend to. He was a friend to everybody. Even when they were messing up in the house of God and he took the whip and whipped them out of the house of God for making the house of God out of merchandise. But he did it in love. He did it in love because guess what? He had a love for the house of God. Stop thinking that you know more than anybody else. You only know what God lets you know. Huh? So stop thinking that you are super smart. Because if God don't reveal it to you, you still don't know nothing. Amen. And everything that you speak of, you will make that which is straight crooked. Because you based it on your own concept. You base it upon your own knowledge and education. Come on, somebody. It don't take much. To get out of sort or get offline with God when you off on your own. Come on, somebody. Do not mistreat others because you were mistreated by others. Huh? Guess what he's saying? Don't allow the dogmatic spirit to get in you because it was in somebody else. Amen. For one day everybody will, without a doubt, reap what they sow. Amen. Alma might not give a hoot about me, but I can't display the same thing about her. Because then guess what? We both going down for not giving a hoop. Huh? But you know what my aim is? My aim would be to let her go down by herself for not giving a hoop. Come on now. To the point that I can say when she going down, love you, sis. And she can do the same thing to me. I love you, bro. Sorry you couldn't get it straight before you left. Come on now. Too bad that we couldn't solve our differences before we left here. She might holler back and say, I saw my cause. What about you? See, everybody got a part. Of 
got to be worn. At your level best. At your level best. And, and, and sometimes you get to wondering, do we really put forth our level best? At your level best. Live at peace with all men. That what defines you uh, de uh, 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 defines you as being a child of God. If you try, I know sometimes it's hard to live at peace with Rosetta, but I have to put up with them. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Some of them folks that it's hard for you to deal with. But you got to put up with them. You still got to try to live at peace with them. Why well, always wait till Sunday night to file? Because I have through the week. I got to fire every Sunday. I fire every Sunday. I'm going to keep y'all laughing. Y'all going to get it. So we got to find a way in the household of faith to live at peace with all. Not some, but with all. Amen. These things is what Romans chapter 12 verses 9 through 18 told us that we got to continue in this in order for us to please God. When I went to, and I'm going to move on because I, I, I never didn't want to stay in this one that long. Don't let love be a mirror outward showing at verse 9. Recall from what is evil and cling to what is good. Love each other devotedly with brotherly love and set an example for each other in showing respect. Don't be lazy when hard work is needed. But serve the Lord with spiritual fervor, rejoicing in your hope. Be patient in your troubles. Continue steadfast in your prayer. Share what you have with God's people and practice hospitality. Mm. Practice, practice. Hospitality. Huh? You got to put it to practice. Come on, somebody. You know, and, and guess what? To put it to practice, you got to step out of you. If we don't get to the point that we can step out of ourselves, we'll never make it. Amen. Go to Colossians chapter 1. I don't think that we realize that the enemy Thank you. 
to work on making him out of the life. Because guess what? We're coming up in a time and a season that God going to need to use the church as a whole. Mm. So it can't be no weak link if it's going to be strong. It can't be no weak link if God going to use the house of God for his glory, not yours. So, well, so you mean to tell me that we got to get past God using, patting us on the back, but we got to get past what we feel to work for God's glory? Huh? Come on now. Colossians chapter 1, verses 21 through 23 says, and you are sometimes alienated and enemy. What? What were you an enemy to God at? In your mind. In your thoughts. By wicked works. Look what he said. Yet now had he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death. To present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If, somebody say if. Yeah. Don't y'all remember that sermon that Pastor gave y'all on the word if? Yeah. If you continue in the faith, grounded, settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard. And sometimes you don't want to hear what God got to say. Hmm. But you got to be steadfast and you got to continue in what you have heard. We have got to stop letting the word of God fall on deaf ears. Where were we at? Preach to every creature which is under the heaven. Well, I Paul, you got to listen to the mailman. Huh? I don't care how much you think you know, you still got to listen to the mailman. You know why? Because regardless of what the written text says, the mailman is the only one that's going to get the fresh anointing. He's the only one that God's going to anoint to sprinkle salt on the surface. Huh? He's going to be the cook of the house. And you know when you don't get it, you Put around cook like Rosetta, don't use the right season, ain't nobody gonna eat it. <laughs> huh?
Stop hollering about what wasn't for you. All of it was for you. Come on, somebody. Like I told you, Sunday night, that boy was cooking hard. And he wasn't using no Chef Bardee either. It wasn't coming out of no king. Huh? He was cooking hard. And if you didn't eat, you missed a meal. Come on, somebody. Did we finish that one? Where did we stop at? Oh, we stopped at 23rd. So guess what? Remember, you were an enemy with a hostile attitude in your mind against God. Wow. Yet Christ, while you were yet an enemy, think about it now, while we were yet enemies in our mind, Christ went to the cross to save us. Amen. If you look back from the history of your life, from when you was a child up until now, the grace of God has been covering you. Woo! Boy, I know I needed some grace. Amen. And it wasn't because you were so fast and conduct bullets. Huh? It wasn't so you were so smart that you can outsmart the police. It wasn't so that you were so smart that you could stay out of the prison. But it was because of the grace of God kept your foolish self. Come on, somebody. And if you said you wasn't foolish, I'd call you a lie right today. Because I know you was. I was and you was too. And they said, we were stuck on stupid. Huh? But the grace and the mercy of God still showed up on our behalf. Now you see why we have to turn around and exemplify that same grace and that same mercy that God showed us that we supposed to pass it on. He didn't show it to you for you to keep to yourself. He gave you something to pass on. He gave the apostle something to pass on. Amen. What if all the knowledge and all the wisdom and now the spirit of God that was on them, if they just hovered up and kept it to themselves? Uh, they, 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 they killed him. I ain't, I ain't killing him nothing. The very ones that fought against him, he still, they still took him the word of God. Because why? The gospel still had to be preached. Come on, somebody. So when you want to be tight lipped, remember that. Amen. He did it so that he can be able to present us holy and faultless in the presence of God. He got to change us before we get there. He got to change us before we step into the presence of God. Because if he don't change us before we step into the presence of God, we ain't stepping. We're not stepping at all. Come on, somebody. 
regardless of what the opinion of everybody, the gospel is true. And if we don't step in by God's way, we ain't going to step at all. Amen. And we got to continue. There that word is again. We got to continue in the faith of Jesus Christ. Grounded, settled, and steadfast. Not easily moved from the faith. Amen. I don't care this new age that they're coming up. I don't care about them coming up telling you, you the black Jew. You better be who you are. Huh? Because you don't know what the Jews got to go through. Huh? If, 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 if I was God, everyone to holler about that black Jew, I'd just strap your tail right over there. Let you go through the same thing they're doing. Huh? Make you abide by the same rules they abide by. And the worst part about it, Sister G, is make you eat like they eat. Oh, y'all have lost it already. No pig. They don't have a pig. Come on. Don't have to worry about no real pig. Huh? Y'all can forget the ham. <laughs> Woo! So, be who you are. And let God bless you for who you are. Come on, somebody. Stay in, girl, you put it right. Stay in your lane. Come on, somebody. You a Gentile. Live under the Gentile rule. Live under the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Live by the doctrine of the apostles. Yes, ma'am. God didn't groom them for your purpose. Oh, now you you want to go you want to go back to the law. Go on with your bad self. Huh? You're having a problem keeping them now. Come on now. Go on, step off from under grace and mercy. You telling God, I can do this thing now. Oh, baby, you're wrong. You, you need God every day. Huh? Guess what? Out of 40, 50 years, it don't take you but one day to step out of grace. One day. And mess the whole thing up. My God. Everything but the gospel. Shoot. All these crickets. <laughs> All these false promises that folks be printing out. Whoever reading is going to be blessed today. That's the biggest lie I've been told. Come on, somebody. (laughs) 
we ain't we ain't living right. Okay, how many times you can read it? Hey Rob, you can start at the bottom and read it up and then read it back down. It ain't gonna change nothing. Colossians chapter 4. Verses 2 through 6. We'll go ahead and read the first verse since, since it's there. Are we there? Let's read it, please. Master, give unto your servant that which is just and equal, knowing that ye also have a... Oh, so guess what? You ain't the head dog. Huh? And guess what he said? If you don't be just in your equal giving, don't be expecting God to do the same thing to you. Come on, somebody. You know, we got this great big old pot of receiving, but we got a little old cup for giving. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, somebody. So then he tells you in verse 2 how you're going to make this thing happen. He said, Continue in prayer and watch the same with thanksgiving. Oh, so you got to be prayerful and you got to be thankful. Come on now. I don't care how bad a day is being or how, what you had to go through. You still need to be thankful that God allow you another day to get up and call him and hopefully that you get your help. Hmm. Rob, just because me and you have a bad hair day, we don't have to fall out with God behind it. Huh? Come on now. God didn't create the problem. We did. We need God help to get a lot of the problem. Third verse says, with 